Good morning, and thank you for tuning in to the Automation Morning Show for Tuesday, March 7th, 2023. I hope your day's off to a great start. My name is Sean Tierney, and let's start the show by taking a look at what's new in industrial automation. And first up, we have a press release from Endress Hauser about a new facility. I always like to highlight these because I like to see companies investing in each market that they serve. And this is a new facility in Indianapolis. So congratulations on the new place, uh, Endress. From there, we go over to a new product from Cognex. Now, this takes their popular Dataman 280 barcode reader, and it gives it a very powerful lighting option. And uh, this is very helpful, they say, when you have direct part marked codes. So codes etched right on the part. Maybe it's a curved surface. Maybe it's a shiny metal surface. And so in those cases, it can be really hard to read the barcode. So um, by adding this very powerful light to it, it can help in those applications. So I thought that was very interesting. And next we have a new switch from Advantech. This is a switch that supports CC Link, i.e. TSN. Now we've talked about TSN a few times on the show before, and this is a certified new switch for TSN. And I think it's great. I did reach out to the CC Link, i.e. people to try to get them on our uh, product and technology show never heard back. So it, there's an open invitation there. If you're ever talking to somebody from that organization, let them know. We'd love to feature that technology on our show. We've had some great people on talking about IOLink, talking about Profinet, talking about uh, um, just so many different networks, right? Um, that uh, Ozzy, Ethercat. So it's been great uh, to be able to help people get up to speed on those networks. And we love to have the CC Link IE and I reached out to the Ethernet IP folks too and never heard back. So, um, or actually they declined. So in any case, if any of you know those folks, please encourage them to come on our product and technology show to inform our audience about these technologies. With that, I'll go over to another new product. Now this is from RF Ideas and I always liked their products as an option to having to type in, like if you're on a touch screen in a plant, having to type in a very long password can be difficult. And I always liked the ability to just have the card and swipe your card in. To log you in and so they have a new product here they're featuring with end-to-end fido2 support so i'm not a big um i'm not big into what id melon is and how that all works but i did want to feature this in case any of you are using it out there you'll know that this is a new option okay and now we're into the new articles for today and i found this one on schneider electric now i'm always concerned that some of these articles are just virtual signaling but this one actually made some really good points and i do want to recommend it you know, I think we all know that process and plant optimization results in cost savings and increased productivity. That's why you do those things. And this article is talking about that. In my opinion, it's kind of talking about the realization that you don't need to do these things to virtual signal. This is about brass tacks. This is about real business reasons, right? We want to make our plants more optimized, our processes more optimized, to get a better product, to have less waste, to use less energy, to um, you know make the process last longer and more durable. So these are all the common reasons we would do this. It has nothing to do with virtual signaling and, and waving a flag of popularity. This is brass tacks, this is all business reasons. And I thought they really went into this article and uh, covered that in good detail. From there, we go over to a new article from ISA. And uh, this was written about the need for a central nervous system in our plants. Now, at first I was like, that's kind of silly, right? But they actually do make a good point in this article that, you know, there are so many things with microprocessors being installed in our facilities. Everything from a little photo eye and inductive procs, you know, with IO link chips in them 
to uh, all kinds of devices, right? Switches and sensors and whatnot. And so he makes a point that, you know, it's it's a very important to, um, you know, to start thinking about utilizing the features of those electronic devices you've installed. And he talks about, goes into this in detail and some of his thoughts and ideas about that. And um, I really think it's a good point. And I really think that this is, a, you know, a side to this is also the, that zero trust initiative, right? Not only do you want to, you know, control access to the plant floor networks that have all these devices on them, but you also need to make sure you've backed up all these devices configurations in case one of them gets lost, you know, maybe gets destroyed. If, if it was programmed three years ago, you need to know what the settings were. So very important things to think about. From there, we go over to a new article from Advantech, and this one says building AOI technology. I thought it was that other instructions, it's not. It's about automated optical inspection. And the crux of this article talks about how they have this very high-end PC and uh, vision system that inspects like circuit boards, right? And uh, other products that need, uh, you know, very detailed visual inspections to make sure they pass QC. And I just thought it was interesting and I wanted to share it with you this morning. Next up, we have an article from the good folks over at RTA. This is by John Rinaldi. I actually had John on the podcast. Uh, that'll be releasing in a, probably two or three weeks. And um, we had a great time. But this article talks about MT Connect. And I was thinking, what is this, something like OPC or MQTT? No, it's actually um, has to do with the tooling industry and it's an information model so they can share information in a standard format. So I thought this was very interesting. If you do anything with tooling, um, you'll probably find this interesting as well. From there, we go over to IEEE Spectrum and I thought this was a very interesting article about the future of flash memory. So many of the products we use today have flash memory in them, right? And so this is very important to our industry. And I just thought it was amazing what Intel and uh, SK were doing. Intel has a uh, five bit per cell um, new NAND flash cell that has 192 layers, right? And it gets 23 gigabytes per square millimeter. Yeah, 23 gigs per square millimeter. That's amazing. And then SK, they have one that supports transfer speeds of up to 194 megabytes per second. So for you old folks out there, that's like 130, 1.44 megabyte floppy disks per second, 130, over 130. That would be a huge stack that would fill up a good portion of the workbench here. So um, that's fast, right? Much faster than what we were doing in the 90s. For sure. So some very interesting stuff and new technology coming down the pike. Um, with that, let's go over to our, our product spotlight today. And today I'm spotlighting my Siemens S7 course. Now this is a full-blown course. We did have somebody sign up and say, hey, I just want to learn troubleshooting. Well, you know, that's not what this course is. This is a full-blown course. It's over 10 hours. It's like six to eight hours worth of extra bonus lessons where I sit down with Siemens and actually talk to them about their products that are included at the end of the course. Um, and so, uh, but just the basic course is over 10 hours and I cover everything you need to know. Now, what I do here is I start with um, talking about what these products are, right? So if you've never used an S7 1500, you're not gonna know anything about U connectors, right? You're not gonna know anything about active backplanes, right? And so you need to understand that. How about the power supplies? How many power supplies do you need? You're gonna need to know that. And um, you're also gonna need to know how this all assembles, the S7 1200 you know, what its limitations are, which models take expansion cards, which don't. 
that's all very important. And also, how do you get the manuals? What manuals do you need? You know, how, you know, if you're going to wire this thing up, if you got to replace something and you got to rewire something, you need to know how to wire it up. That's going to be in the manual. Where do you get the manual? And what manual should you keep on your hard drive? And then I go into getting the firmware, right? So you may have an old, uh, an old CPU, you got to flash the firmware on. How do you do that? And then how do you force I.O. and test it out to make sure it works, right? So I covered that as well. And then I spend the, the most of the course on programming. And we don't only, only create programs, but things happen as we're programming. Things don't work. So we troubleshoot them. And then we go into uh, just more and more in-depth on programming and applications and different instructions and how they work. So this is really an in-depth course. If somebody's just looking for a five-minute video on troubleshooting, you know, you can search the internet for that, right? But if you're looking for a real course that has hours and hours of actual instruction, and this instruction, you can take it in any order. You don't have to go in order. You can take any lesson in any order, and you can take any lesson as many times as you need to. You know, having been in the business for over 30 years, I know if you learned something five years ago, you may not remember it. At least I don't. You may not remember all the specifics five years later. And that's why these courses allow lifetime access, right? So you can go back in and get a refresher whenever you want. So in any case, that's our product spotlight for today. Next up, we have a couple events coming up. Um, this one is on March 22nd at 3 p.m. Eastern time. This is by Cognix, and it's an introduction to machine vision. So this looks really good. I wish I could attend it. Um, but uh, in any case, um, you may want to check that out. I haven't used machine vision in a long time, probably a couple decades. So it would be great to get an update and a refresher on this. I don't know if they'll be posting this after the fact for replay, but um, if you're interested or maybe you have a young person, somebody just starting out working for you, they may you may want to have them uh, check this out. There's another one too that looks good. It's from the folks over at Fall Harbor. And uh, it's actually uh, about stepper motors. It's like an introduction to having an accurate system with a stepper motor. A lot of times people think you can only get accuracy with a servo, but you can actually get some really good accuracy with stepper motors as well. And so this is a, this is a, a session they're holding. Um, the only problem with this one is it is at 11 a.m. CEST, so that's a Central European Summertime, which I checked will be... Um, like 5 a.m. here, so on the East Coast. So be a little bit early. Again, I don't, they don't say anywhere here. I don't see anywhere where they say that this will be available afterwards as an on-demand. But uh, if you're up that early, this may be something you want to catch. From there, we go over to today's tech tip. And this is a tech tip I wanted to do for some while. It's how to use TIA Portal version 18, the trial we downloaded in our previous tech tip, how to create a simple program and simulate it with the free PLC simulator that comes with TIA Portal, which I think is really cool. I wish every uh, PLC manufacturer had a free simulator like uh, like uh, TIA Portal includes, like CCW includes, and like other vendors have. So with that, let's uh, go ahead and switch over to my VMware and let's wake her up. And here you can see I have TIA Portal V18, the trial open. And at some point during this trial, it's going to ask me to um, activate the trial and start the 21 days. So we'll see that as well. So I have it open. You can see it's V18. I'm just going to create a brand new project. This can take a, a little bit. Um, you want to be careful if you're using VMware like I am so I can roll back and do this again. Um, you know, you really want to make sure I found that I need to have at least two cores and about eight gigs of memory. And then I also need to have it on an SSD to have it run, not be sluggish. So that's just what I found. So in any case, we'll give this a second to start up. And then the first thing I'll do here is I'll add a new device. And um, what this will do is give me the catalog to choose from. 
and I will choose, I'm just going to choose an S7-1200 because that's what comes in that starter kit with a lifetime copy of TIA Portal, which I'm such a big fan of. For under $600, you can get a PLC and a lifetime copy of the software, which I think is great. And it comes with a little input simulator board as well. So this is a little small here, but let me just check. I'm just going to choose one of these. Um, and this, you can see right here, this is where it's saying, hey, you don't have a license, so you're going to have to activate the trial. And I tell my students, do not activate this until you can spend 21 days in a row or at least spend the time during that 21 day period to actually go through the optional hands-on exercises in my course because you only get to run this once. If you don't have VMware, you're not going to be able to roll back uh, before you actually click on this, right? So um, you're going to be very uh, cognizant of that. So let me go ahead and activate S7 uh, Step 7 Professional. And now I can choose. And the one thing I'll just point out here, you have to have version 4 greater of the S7 1200 to be able to use it in SIM. So I, that's why I'm not choosing one of these older models because they're older firmwares. So uh, I'll just choose this one and click on OK. And so this is going to go ahead and add the, uh, the CPU to my... Uh, system here and then I'll go ahead and I'm just going to document one input and one output so I'll call the first input PB1 for push button one and the first output PL1 for pilot light one and um, you know one of the ways the easiest way to do this is now this is something new if you've only used like 16 um, I, I didn't really use 17 I'm going right to 18 here but um, they want you to put passwords in to make your system secure which is a good idea Except when you're training, like I do this a lot, so I'm not going to uh, fool around with passwords, so I'm going to uncheck that. We're going to have to do this somewhere else as well. So you probably should consider putting strict passwords that uh, you have documented somewhere in your uh, live systems, okay? But in any case, so here I go. We got it in. I took off the password. I'm going to come in here. I'm going to double-click on this guy, and you can see down here, I can go right to IO Tags, and here you can see, I know it's a little small, but... There's uh, percent input 0.0, .0 that's my first input, we'll call that PB1. And for the output Q00, we'll call that pilot1, just to do something quick here. And with that done, what I'm going to do is, I'm going to go over here to my main program. So program blocks, main program. We'll open that up. And the main program by default is going to be ladder logic. I'm going to take a normally open contact here. And then a coil, which is actually called an assignment um, inside of TA Portal. And then I'm just going to double click here and grab PB1. And over here, I'm going to grab PL1. Okay, and great. Now, if I have this selected and I compile, you're going to see, hey, everything's great. No problems. We're all happy, right? Well, not so fast. Let's go ahead and click on the CPU and compile. And now what do we see? Well, we're going to see an error that we don't have a password, right? So even though we chose not to have a password in that first step, there's another one we got a, a setting we got to deal with here. And that's this one right here. So I'm going to say, look, I want, um, this is just for training. I just want to go full access, no password, like the old stuff, because um, we got a tech tip to do here. So with that done, now I can compile the entire thing, right? We'll select this, we'll select that. And we have a warning that we don't have a password configured, but it's not stopping us from proceeding. So with that, now instead of downloading it to a physical PLC like I have done in the past on other videos, I'm going to click right here and do start simulation. And it says, hey, do you want to enable simulation in your project? Yes, I do. And it says, uh, this is an important note, it's going to disable all the other interfaces. So it's going to disable your Ethernet connection 
from TIA portal to your, let's say your S7 PLCs. So uh, I ran into this when I was doing the course and you know, if you don't close down PLC SIM, those port, those, those uh, 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 network interfaces stay disabled. So I was trying to, after testing it with the SIM, I was trying to go online with the, with the S7, the actual physical CPU and I couldn't. And that's because I didn't read that message. So keep that in mind. Um, it's very important. Now, one of the things about V18, right? PLC SIM is this new look. I, it's very different from the old stuff, okay? So keep that in mind. What you're seeing here is this is starting up. This is kind of odd. We'll get back to this in a minute, but we, what we need to do is go back to TI Portal, and it says, hey, your uh, PLC SIM PLC may not be trustworthy. Again, we're just doing training, so we're going to connect to it. We don't have to worry about it because we're in the training class here and uh, doing a tech tip. And uh, so now it lets me load it into the simulated PLC. And here I'm going to say, yeah, why don't you put it into run mode and finish? Good. So now let's go back to PLC SIM. Now, if we look here, right, we can see our code. I'm going to go ahead and monitor it. Okay, and you'll see our code running. Now, we can't right-click here and modify this to a 1 because we're not just simulating the code. We're simulating the whole CPU. It's simulating reading the inputs in from the signal module. So no matter how many times we right-click on that, we're not going to be faster than the simulated read from the input modules. Okay, so could we force it? Yes, we could if we wanted to. We could come over here, and of course, I'm not, this isn't a training class. I'm not going to go into all the details about forcing and, you know, the precautions you need to take and all of that. But if I wanted to force PB1, right, I could type it in there. And, right, I could come over here. And you know what? Let me split this pane so we can see both of them. Okay, good. Let's give a little bit more space over here. Let's close this guy up. We don't need this. Okay, so. I can force it here, right? So I'll do a force value. You know what? I'll just right click and force to a one. It says, do you really want to do this? Again, we're just testing. So I'm not going to worry about anything turning on in the field. And now you can see it came on as the force indication and the output's on. That, that is not as easy as it can be, right? Because forcing is meant to take you through multiple steps for safety reasons, right? So when using the simulated PLC, we don't have to do that. So let me go ahead and let me uh, get rid of this force here. Um, so I'm going to stop forcing. Yes, let's get rid of the forcing. Oh, you know what? Let me turn that back on because I want to show you over in the PLC sim that you can actually see when you come here to this PLC icon, you'll actually see our simulated PLC and you'll see the maintenance light. That means there's a force in the PLC. So let's go back to TA portal. Let's go ahead and remove this force. Stop forcing. And I'm just going to delete this force to get it out of there. And so we're not forcing anymore. So if we go back here, we see no more maintenance light. Great. So now what's an easier way of doing that, right? So let me see if I can shrink this guy up a little bit so we can see our code in the background. And it won't let me shrink it. That's not good. That's not friendly. Well, we'll have to get that feedback to Siemens saying we've got to be able to shrink this. All right, so in any case, what are we going to do here? We're going to go down to this. Um, all right, so what are we going to do here? We're going to go down to this icon here, and we're going to create a new SIM table, and we're going to add a row to it. And here, again, when I click in here, there's no drop-down list. This is very strange. I don't know why, you know, maybe it's still under development, and they're going to add those features, but we know what our input was, right? It was PB1. So if I type P, oh, now I see my tags. So there's PB1. And now, let's see, let me go ahead and start this guy up here. 
And let me just click in here. I'll do a control A and I'll type in a one, enter. And now you can see it came on and I'll do the same thing, zero, enter, and it went off, right? So that is how you can use the free PLC SIM in version 18 with the code you write to actually test out your program. Now, it's a little bit more different than version 16. I'm trying to be nice in the words I'm using. I really grew to like how 16 did it. 18 is different, so there's a little learning curve there. But that's today's tech tip on how to use the TIA portal trial we downloaded previously to test your programs that you write in it. And with that, let's get back to our morning show. And the next section is our community corner. And I want to wish everybody who has a birthday today a very happy birthday. Hope you have a great day. Hope you get to spend some time with family and friends and just overall have an awesome day. Now, if you are connected with me on LinkedIn and you have your birthday in your profile, you show up in my connection birthday list. And so I want to wish every connection that has a birthday today a very happy birthday, including Adam, April, Carla, and Thomas. Not that many birthdays for this Tuesday, but I hope you all have an awesome day today. From there, I'd like to go over to our community. I just want to thank all the new people who have signed up for uh, starting at just one cup of coffee a month to support the show and our work here. And I want to invite you all just to post what you're doing, what you're working on. Feel free to uh, make this community. I post everything I'm doing. Feel free to make it your community as well and post anything you're working on. This is a, this is a place where you can not only just follow me and everything we're doing here at Insights and Automation, but I also want it to be a community. So I'm inviting you all. Post whatever you're thinking of. If you have a question for me that you don't want to, you're a little bashful, you don't want to post it publicly, maybe it has some sensitive content in it, like uh, you know trade secrets, um, or maybe you don't want your competitors to know what you're doing, you can uh, message me right here as well. From there, I want to go over to a reminder that you can use the news tip form not only to send me news tips, but also send me suggestions or send me vendors you want me to follow. And if you're talking to your vendor, or if you are a vendor, please consider supporting and sponsoring our shows. Um, this helps us provide our audience even more free news and automation how-tos by having sponsors. There's so, many, so much we want to do. We love to build out the calendar on the site to include all those events we're talking to you about. So if you're like, hey, I heard there's an event coming up, you can see it right now. You know, every every vendor has their own calendar. It'd be nice to have a calendar of events that is industry-wide, showing all the different events from all the different uh, vendors. Another thing I'd like to do is I'd like to actually be able to start having vendors come on and do like five-minute clips on the show. So if we're going to Cognix and we're talking about their new barcode, maybe have like a two or three-minute interview with them talking about the new product, maybe just some of the highlights. Maybe that gets pulled out of uh, the automation podcast show um, where we, we talk to them more in depth. But uh, these are the type of things we can do with sponsorships. And our first sponsor, uh, sponsorship starts on Monday. And we're going to have giveaways. We're going to be doing uh, a lot of fun stuff. And I really want to thank them. I'm going to keep uh, who the sponsor is secret until Monday morning. But I can't wait to have all the giveaways here and tell you where you can go to sign up to try to win one of the giveaways and whatnot. So um, I'm uh, really looking forward to getting our first sponsor on board and, and getting some more sponsors on so we can fill some of these open seats. So with that, I just want to remind you here that every link we talk about today is at automate.news. And if you click on the show button, it takes you to this list here. So this is automate.show. It takes you over to every show that we've done and published so far. And uh, so I think we're on 46 now, episode 46. So we started on uh, January 3rd. And um, each one of these posts, uh, I write after the video is edited and uploading, I write an article version of 
what I cover in the show, but you'll also find here uh, the video with closed captioning and the audio. So if you want to listen to the show every day, maybe it's lunchtime, you're going for a walk, or you're at the gym, or at night walking the dog and you want to catch up, um, you should find links to all the, your favorite uh, podcasting sites like uh, iTunes and Spotify, Pandora, and so on. And with that, I just want to thank you for taking time out of your busy day to spend a few minutes with me to talk about what's new in industrial automation. And I want to wish you all a very safe, happy, and healthy day. And until next time, my friends, peace.